0: welcome to unpainted this is a space for creators to create explore the uh inspirational beauty of a blank canvas uh today i got miles kelly my guy <laughs> the my fellow black from two blacks in a mexican <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. i know man it's been a while yeah, man. Dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like- you know it was weird. I didn't know. I when I opened my email, like I wasn't expecting the Riverside. Uh, I was like, "Oh, it's is about to be like a Zoom or whatever." And I looked. I was like, "Oh, damn! This is like oh, I forgot your podcast." <laughs> yeah, we,
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so yeah. like, I guess maybe maybe we could start there, man. Because um, I guess I've been thinking about you know, it's not like we have a huge audience for two blacks and a Mexican, but I think the stuff that we did we've been doing, um, over the past, you know, what was like year and couple months on that channel, yeah. uh, really led to kind of what we're doing now. Um, and basically that was talking about movies. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. So like, I, I guess what I'm thinking about is like, um, we, we, we did a series called your favorite movies, racist, uh, and then we did another series called survivors ed And I think what started to happen is we started to, like, uh, get, fall more in love with just talking about the movies rather than trying to, like, dive into some specific hook and being like, you know,
1: uh, yeah, yeah Yeah. so
0: this movie's racist because.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the tricky thing of, like, podcasting, especially if you like podcasting with, like, a a theme or whatever. Like, it becomes... It, i feel like it, it started to become more and more challenging to like stick to the theme because i was like oh, i just want to kind of talk about this movie <laughs> yeah, for a little bit yeah, <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I i think for me like um i still have an interest in kind of exploring like some specific angle but uh i think where i'm at now is like it's something interesting like i i watched chris stuffman's um movie reviews and stuff. And I've watched him for a few years. Like I generally tend to agree with his perspectives on movies. And, uh, he recently, um, I don't know if you've been following what he's been doing recently, but it it kind of hit me. I was like, man. So he was, you know, he basically decided he wasn't going to review movies. He didn't like, he wasn't gonna, um, talk about movies. I guess part of the motivation for that is that he is now directing a movie for a uh, um, a pretty major like you know step for him, uh, for a studio, yeah. And you know, I mean, once you step into that space, I I, I imagine it's like, changes. yeah, I mean, I, I'm gonna stop <laughs> talking crazy.
1: I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna chill out. Yeah. Because <laughs> they gonna, they're gonna come to you, for like, like there's some people ready. Oh man, those,
0: those guns are cocked and loaded. Load. Like it's yeah. gonna be like, oh, Mister yeah. Know It All, trying to do it yourself. Um, yeah. And I I don't know the reason that hit me is because I was like, man, that's kind of dope. Like to just choose to. And what I like that he's doing is he's like, even even if he does review a major movie, he first in the same video reviews a smaller movie that like he wants people Mm -hmm. to see, and then at the end he'll be like, also, you know, Shang Chi was pretty dope.
1: (laughs) It's just like, yeah, right. (laughs) uh, It's like I don't know.
0: I appreciate that, and I'm kind of more falling into that camp myself around. Can I just appreciate the thing? Um do I need to do I need to like go in on it?
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, cuz I I doing the podcast I think sort of I mean I, we talked about it before like I just have been obsessed with wanting to make films for some years now and I just Yeah. I don't know. I just hadn't like I just hadn't attempted it. I, I was sort of intimidated by it, to be honest with you yeah. like I didn't really know where to start. I didn't know what to, you know, I don't know. I didn't have, I didn't have, I didn't feel like I had a solid idea. I didn't have a good enough reason to shoot something, I guess. Yeah. And like do- doing a podcast about like critiquing films does give you like a lot of insight on things to do and things, you know, not to it's do. Hard. Like, like when you... <laughs> Yeah, it's really and you yeah. sort of a pre, like in doing that, like I, I started to learn, like even movies that I dislike that I don't like. There's a lot of work that goes into movies that you say suck. Like if you just find something that you that just doesn't really fit whatever you, you know, it doesn't it doesn't fit yeah. you it takes a lot for somebody to create something that doesn't fit you. like. And I, I've started to, I guess, appreciate... I, I still may not like a certain movie, and I'm going to have strong... You know me. I'm going to have strong opinions about it still. But I do appreciate you, just the craft and even something I dislike. Yeah. Uh, you, the, the moment you start doing it. The same thing with music for me. Like, there's, like I stopped really attacking stuff in music that i felt like was not whatever and calling it trash or whatever the case is and the reality is it's just like this is just not meant for me that doesn't mean that it's like not good it's just not really for me like yeah yeah I suppose there's some stuff that's objectively like just wrong like, and bad. It's like yo, this is just not yo. But even like, you know, it's crazy
0: even the stuff that's is... like I, I think about uh you know, I I guess what I think about is yes, there's certain rules musically or in movies that if you break them, your story becomes a challenge for the viewer. Um yeah. but there's filmmaker intent, there's artist intent, right? Like um Yeah. You know, I used to listen to a lot of Eminem, and you know, he 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 not he's not the only one, but there's he's one of those guys who would push 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 across that line because he was so desperate to to be yeah. seen not as what you know the traditional kind of white guy in music pop yeah. kind of thing was. And yeah. he made songs that even he has like openly gone back and said, "Yeah, I wish I never made that." <laughs> um, and it's kind of yeah. yeah, that's morally messed up, but people were still rocking with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it's some stuff that's like I, I don't want to like I'm I'm pretty balanced. Like I don't want to get like super PC where it's like everything is good, guys. <laughs> like everybody gets a participation trophy. It's not that. It's like there's some stuff that I'm like, yeah, nah, get that out of my yeah. face. But I also understand, like, it, I I can understand the difference between that, uh, get that out of my face, and that's just not yeah. for me. Yeah, because those are two different things. Because yeah. there's things that I like generate, like like there's movies that we covered or movies that I've seen recently where I'm like, this is pretty well yeah. made film. Yeah. I just don't care for yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I, like, like, I that Candyman movie was kind of like that. I was like, this is a really well made film, but I just I'm not really into yeah. this. Like, I don't, I kind of don't like it. Mad. I don't know. I I like it, but I I was so <laughs> co- conflicted. Like, I don't even even know if I like or dislike this. It's clearly shot well, so I can't say there's a yeah. bad movie. I just I'm just not this is not connected. yeah dude I had a, actually like a
0: very that. similar reaction to it and like uh I was so hyped to see it I was so hyped to see this you know yeah, da- what's her name Nia DaCosta um yeah. She, like, you know, this movie, uh, the, the trailers, everything about it, told me, you know, Jordan Peele produced it. I'm like, yeah, this is about to be sick,
1: you yeah, know? Yeah, this is, this is a W. And, this right. is a win. Yeah. And, and I like the
0: cast. <laughs> Tiana Paris, uh, yeah. Yahya Abdul-Mateen, like, though that's a cast, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And even the fact that they kind of cleverly tied it to the original instead of sort of trying to make a full reboot, bringing back some of the cast members from the original, like it it had everything going for it. And it kind of still does. Like I know uh, quite a few people enjoyed it. Like, but, and I enjoyed it like as a,
1: just as I did too. I just was confused. (laughs) Well, the story to me,
0: there was something about the story to me. It's the third act really. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, like,
0: definitely. It wasn't it wasn't particularly scary to me either and like Mm-mm. um I can't think of a scene. There's something about you know what it is I'm starting to learn that I'm having a hard time with is I actually don't know if I think it's harder to make a horror movie in the new era of cinema with like 4K cameras and just Clean, sweeping landscapes and beautiful cinematography. Like, there are movies that do that. But to me, it feels like more of a challenge for me to get immersed in that world because there was something super clean about the movie. And yeah, definitely. Not to spoil anything, but I'll just say, like, maybe the first kill scene that was at the art gallery, that one, that was more funny to me. Like,
1: and I maybe it was yeah, it wasn't you know. scary. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I, I totally get what you mean. Yeah. Like it, it is difficult. Like because uh, I don't know what would. I mean, there's not too many movies, and you know, we're horror. I love horror. Like I'm yes. just, I could, I, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. So I can't say that there's anything that I've seen that even really. I felt like was this one was just clearly it just wasn't scary right, at all. Right, like they it almost seemed like it wasn't even really trying to be scary. It didn't feel like a horror I film. Like I, it I, there felt were scenes l- to me like,
0: that definitely felt like they were trying to scare me. Like the one in the apartment. Yeah, maybe it just
1: wasn't effective.
0: It yeah, was like yeah, yeah, that, something About yeah. the way it was filmed was like it wanted me to jump and it wanted me to kind of feel unsettled and I was just like.
1: That's dope, yeah. shot. It was more dope <laughs> right. to me. That's the thing. Like th- yeah. this, like it was. It was less a film for like horror fans and more a film for like artsy people. <laughs> like if you like artsy yeah. stuff, like the horror stuff, hey, there's some horror elements in here, but. If you like dope shots, like you. You don't like. Like it seemed like that was the intent, like by the movies. Yeah, like,
0: there was a film school quality to it, if that makes sense. Not to be, yeah, to sort of diminish yeah. it, but it's the type of movie you would show somebody to say, "Look at the, look at the creative composition of this. Look at the creative sound design. Look at the, uh, the creative score choices. Look at, you know what I mean, that kind of thing." But for some reason. You don't walk away saying it was effective. That's it's interesting. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I mean that's, it, that that can work, and it can. It, it's a, that's a that's a tricky, you know, like road to kind of bridge. I rather to kind of cross over. I mean, because The Shining is that is super artistic film, mm-hmm. and you know, but it's. You know, it's obviously a horror film, yeah, but it, yeah. it it balances, it does a good balancing act of keeping it. It's it's way more eerie than like uh, you know this it, this film just was yeah, cool to yeah. me. It just looked cool, and everything was just cool about it. The way everybody was yeah. the the clothing was cool. Candyman looked cool. Like everything just yeah, looked cool yeah. about it. And I was like, yeah, this looks dope. Like the costume design is dope. The character designs are dope. The the character screenplay was good. I was like, this is it's it's just like (laughs) yeah, it's just missing that eeriness.
0: Maybe it was the setting too. Like there was a lot of time spent in like high rises and kind of really um, you know the well to do Mm -hmm. sort of parts of Chicago (laughs) and like I think that was intentional, but it was odd that there was very little time spent like, uh, in kind of the, the Cabrini green area that it seemed like the movie was meant to center around. Like he actually, he actually didn't spend much time there. And then the third nah, act yeah, is there, didn't. but by then, uh, it felt almost like, you know what it was, maybe they were saving that, like, let's create this whole vibe around this place and then have the third act take place there. But the story I was also taken out cause, um, uh, Coleman Domingo's character. Oh, Coleman Domingo. Like, I like him a lot
1: too. Like his character was just real his character weird. Character <laughs> was severely yeah.
0: underwritten for him to have such an important role. I'll yeah. say it that way. Because yeah. again, I don't want yeah, s- to get too deep into spoilers, but it was just like, like, wait, he matters. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, oh, right, okay. and he, he had all this. And then it seemed like the movie the just end like, where
0: he had to explain why yeah. he mattered. And it was
1: yeah. And then the movie just kind of, it was going, I was going along, and then it just kind of like raced to the finish line and it was over. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) And also also there
0: was a rule that I thought the movie was establishing that it broke seemingly for little, for no reason at the end, which was, if -hmm. you, I'll just say it like, if you look at who was getting killed throughout most of the movie, then there's suddenly this flashback scene that breaks that rule and I'm like oh wait so and, and it kind of messed me up too because I'm like all right well there's something messy about this story I just gotta I just have to admit to that like there's something messy here.
1: yeah I mean they they also like retcon like the you know the origins of yeah. Candyman like for this yeah. like now he's like some sort of like civil rights right. like, hero which, or whatever which, again, like, <laughs> like that's, which was not the case is,
0: like you know like it, it, it was clearly doing that kind of throughout, and then it suddenly was yeah. like, wait, but he, he's not consistently that because you know,
1: um, yeah, 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 it was weird. <laughs> it was
0: some weird. I think there's some script problems. That's that's yeah. probably what it comes down to. There's some script issues. Um, did she write yeah. that too?
1: It just felt like they cut stuff. I think it seems like they cut stuff out of it <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. because there's stuff missing where, like the stuff with. Uh, her, her father which seems interesting it seemed like they were gonna go yeah. further into that but they didn't it seemed like there's stuff that they cut so out Yana of Paris'
0: character was clearly like written to be the kind of um, what do you call it i guess the the surprise lead I guess is the way to say it like it's meant to yeah. set you up as yeah. if uh yaya's character is like the uh the lead and then he quickly kind of shifts to like oh something's going on with him and then it was, like, giving you her backstory. So I'm like, oh, okay. Like, she's kind of the hero character. She's it's like,
1: going, yeah. Which I would have been, I was like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah. I was already like, oh, pulled an alien. <laughs> right. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking, yeah. like, all right, okay. Yeah. They, it wasn't handled. But it wasn't, yeah.
0: like, I don't think the through line really worked. Because it was just, like, by the end, it was, like, I didn't really, I still didn't feel like I knew her very well. Um, so,
1: yeah, I mean, Yeah, that one, that one sort of, I was, like I said, I was hyped for it. And because I I don't feel like uh, I was just talking to Joe um, about that like recently I was like I'm I'm, I'm always anxious to watch uh, something that has black it's a black story being told and it's not you know a commonly told story because right. I'm not into. No shade or whatever, but I just don't watch that type of stuff. Like the everybody does, like the gangster flicks, oh, yeah, and yeah. the the rise to Paid power where the dude started <laughs> out selling coke and you know he's a kingpin now, and now he got to shut down the block and kill the <laughs> Cubans that's trying to. Think. I'm like, man, I, I okay, all right, yeah. Whatever. I just, you I mean, what killed that for it's, me. It's, it's fine. fine. What killed
0: yeah. that that yeah. whole genre for me was watch. I don't I don't think you. I don't think you watched The Wire yet, right? <laughs> the
1: i i've seen uh, i i have, i don't know the entire thing i've i've watched a bit like of it. maybe a season
0: the wire yeah, kind of yeah. killed that for me because it handled it really well and kind of had a realistic mm-hmm. kind of portrayal of that that environment to where now when i watch stuff like that it feels it feels like such pure fantasy that i then get frustrated yeah. that they're not leaning into it. you know what i mean like it's like well if you're going to show me something that is so ridiculous like lean into how ridiculous yeah. it is otherwise i just feel like you're trying to it almost feels like uh, uh it's like being late to the party on something like you got uh the good good fellas and then we got all these movies that are trying to be Scarface and good and it's just like we, pass, I feel like we should be past that. It, it, you can still tell those kind of stories, but but root them somewhere that feels a little bit more.
1: It's got to be, you know. Yeah, it's got to be different now, like because, <sighs> I, I'm, to me, it's interesting that that's still interesting. Like I just, I'm like still, <laughs> still like we like. And it's I mean, still, it still like, does 90s, well. Like
0: yeah. I don't know about movies, but, you know, you got there's multiple TV series that are doing that.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. Then that's what I was talking about with them. I yeah. was like, man, like, I cut on. It's funny. I And this is sad. I only watch BET <laughs> to laugh at it. I never watch BET seriously to you didn't watch. You get hyped for the Karen enjoy. movie? <laughs> no, I... And uh, we we saw the trailer and we laughed like super hard at it. And then me and my wife the other day, it was like we should probably watch that just just for just to laugh. I know that's going to be yes. hilarious, but it's not meant to be. You know, like they <laughs> seriously thought that this was a good idea. It's so it's so, you know, but like, it is
0: so incredibly on the nose that I was I thought man, you know it had like a it almost made me think of like Naked Gun or like. You know what I mean? Like straight parody. Because it was just like,
1: <laughs> right. I remember that trailer, This the black dude, like, oh, we wouldn't even do it anything. Yeah. It was just like, bro. Yeah. Like, He's like, all right. All right what do we do it? <laughs> yeah, like, and the, the, yeah. that that troubles me, actually. Like, I think that it's good that there is a BT. I think that it's yeah. bad that BET makes no attempt to do anything to reach any other type of demographic of black people. And I take issue with that because all the shows are catered to the same person. I feel like the person that's watching the one show is watching all of these shows. And I'm like, yeah. shouldn't you, like black people are not a mono I mean, how many times do we have to say this? We're not one thing. Like, why are you the black network? Why are you producing one thing that's consistently that's the through line for all yeah, of these shows yeah. it's the same type of vibe the same type of themes and motifs are recurring in these same shows it's like i just i can't get into any right. of them and i literally like i said i only watch them to laugh yeah. at them which is sad because i shouldn't do that I, it's sad to say that because it's a black network But I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like with this You gotta imagine. You gotta gotta imagine
0: that there's been filmmakers or T V producers who have pitched some, you know, some different concepts to them and have gotten turned away because it didn't fit their brand. Like there's no way that like something that we would like hasn't been pitched to B E T. You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't I don't get it. Like Like why actively disengaging from
0: that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, like like, why isn't Insecure on BET? Right. Why? And I mean, it's a little you know more graphic or whatever the case is, but why aren't why those some version of that shows, type of show on there? <laughs> yeah, like of uh, like trying to rip off that and try to do you know something lesser than that or whatever, or yeah. even but Atlanta well, yeah. or whatever the case is. Why isn't that? Why isn't that on BET? That's a black <laughs> show. Like, why do these other networks? see the value in like other forms of black artistry and bet only focuses on, something on this about, one sort yeah. of stereotype of black people like, <laughs> so that's crazy the black network does the most stereotypical black and maybe that's like, what it is uh, maybe
0: i mean if we really dial it back to like it's called the black entertainment network and then you got to think like there's some version of that story that says, This is the black entertainment network. We're gonna have the blackest uh <laughs> content and, and that, they're defining that blackness with like what's the most like, you know, yeah. what I you know, I mean you know, go go there, but like why is FX making shows like Atlanta? Why is FX made like FX uh
1: even Snowfall, don't they have Snowfall yeah, and, too? Uh, like, and I mean, I, I I don't follow it completely, but I've seen, uh, seed so uh, episodes of Snowfall, and I'm like, this a well is a pretty made well made show. Made show. And like,
0: like Reservation Dogs, it's not a black show, but it's all indigenous cast, and it's on FX. Mm-hmm. Like FX is the one that's like over here. Like, like I've liked so many things that they put out, from Always Sunny to Louis to uh, to Atlanta. Yeah, you know. Uh, and HBO, same thing. Like to 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 become known for quality programming is to be able to look at things that don't look normal, and discern like, yeah, this looks weird. Let's try it. And BET is not the type of network for that. They're just like, this looks like our kind of thing. Let's try. It. It's like the Hallmark Network. It's the same thing. Like, the Hallmark Network is just all like, that's our brand. We make, we make yeah. corny movies. And yeah. fortunately, they're, yeah. they're almost self aware about it. Like, they're just like, yeah.
1: Like, yeah, they lean into It's a Hallmark that's movie. just like, they kind of know. Yeah. yeah. Now,
0: unfortunately, you also know,
1: I don't know. The BET movie. Yeah. <laughs> and um, are yeah. they aware? Maybe they're aware. Maybe it's like, we make really sort of cheesy black soap operas maybe that's our bag like that's our audience and i just and you know what if that's their audience and i don't know what their numbers are they're looking at i'm saying one thing on this side (laughs) and they're looking at the numbers and they're like listen this is who's watching this so this is why we're making i just want
0: to see one person one person like unironically, be like, uh, "Hey, you see that Karen trailer? Look good, look good, don't it? Like,
1: like you know what I mean? Like, no, right? I don't know. Right? Yeah, right, right, yeah. yeah. Right.
0: So to be there is there has to be some level of self awareness. Maybe they just are operating on a higher level of self awareness to where we can't
1: even tell. They just <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> they on some Andy Kaufman <laughs> <Right>. type stuff. <laughs> All right. Was <laughs> well, interesting because like they could the funny thing to me is that black people watch game of thrones black people watch whatever the walking dead black people watch black people watch good television like it's not like we like the bad television so you could essentially make anything i feel like if it's a great show people will watch it and i'm like I get it that it's the it's just it's silly to me that it's the black network and you're like okay so we gotta make the blackest you know what I'm saying of the black it's like just like isn't because for me isn't it black just if just because a black person right. made it doesn't I mean, that make it a black
0: well, story something like, like to it, me something or? like Atlanta uh, I want to say it was in the pilot episode that the the Nutella sandwich scene. Uh, on the bus, yeah. like black people yeah. laugh at that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm not saying all people laugh at that, but there's something specific yeah. about the way that brother like, like got aggressive with him that that a black person right? see that they recognize that tone. <laughs> like, you yeah. eat the sandwich or take a bite out the sandwich. Like that, <laughs> that 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 kind of stuff like capture the cultural experience, right? Like, like there's something there's an extra here's how I define something that resonates to me when we talk about stuff that's supposed to resonate with black people like yes have it be black Mm -hmm. made Two, have it capture something about the experience that's relatable that's funny across the board to anybody but maybe has a special place for somebody who you know grew up in a black family or in a black neighborhood because there are things that are culturally kind of relevant um where you see it, you recognize that, right? Like that remind me of my grandma, like that kind of thing.
1: And yeah, and was like they could do that. I feel like Blackish does that while still being like super really accessible to anybody. Mainstream, yeah. it's accessible. Anybody yeah. can watch that show, and but if you're black, you kind of understand more the yes. inside, okay, of what they're talking about. <laughs> And it's like, well, why isn't? Why wouldn't BT make that? Like that could go on BT. Every who like, I who I don't I don't even know anybody right. that doesn't like Blackish. I don't know. I'm sure there's people that don't, but it's, I mean, I just feel like why? Pretty, yeah, I'm, it's a pretty yeah, well, why safe and accessible yeah. show.
0: You had a, and it's yeah. like Anthony Anderson probably he probably didn't even pitch it to BT, but. It's like, if he did, I feel like, come on, like, you you show barbershop 24 hours a day. (laughs) Anthony Anderson should have a good relationship with you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, I would, I just, for me, like, it's interesting to me that they don't try anything else other than, you know, the obvious. Because there's, like, there's these networks, like, FX is not a black network, But they have one of the top black shows on FX. And they have a bunch of other stuff that's not related to it at all. (laughs) And it's like, well, why are they having success? They're 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 a brave network. You know what I mean? And maybe it's because they're off of
0: Fox, right? Like, maybe like, because they're not the flagship, they can be more risky. And that has served them well. Be more risky. Right? Like, I mean, I think initially FX was probably like. Yeah, let's just let's let's try the stuff that we'd never get away with showing on Fox here and see if that see if that works out. And it just did because go lo and behold, you let creators who are really good at what they do just go nuts. Like I remember Donald Glover was talking about Atlanta, like I was in grad school, so that was like two thousand nine. And I listened to an interview with him on something. I don't even remember what it was on. He was still putting out his little mixtapes and stuff. And uh he was talking about Atlanta. He was like, he was mm. like, uh he was like, I got this idea. It's like, cause he was just talking about, he's, he spent most of the interview talking about why Kanye West was so inspirational to him. And uh you can kind of yeah. hear that in his music. But uh, he, yeah, um, yeah. he was like, yeah, man, I just, I, I have this idea for this show Atlanta. Like, and at that time he was almost talking about it as a variety show, which you can kind of see. Like, he was mm. like, I just have one idea yeah. where we just go through and basically it's like, this is BT. And, like, you know, like, do all this stuff. And that's what the show ended up kind of being. Like, they had that whole episode that was kind of loosely based on BET. And, uh, yeah, it's just what, like, these ideas are out there and somebody took a risk on it and it got made. And, um, it's unfortunate that, uh,
1: it didn't happen on the Black Entertainment Network, but
0: you know what? It's fine.
1: (laughs) it's like yeah i mean I, I guess in the grand scheme of things like it doesn't matter like not necessarily it just seemed like as a black creator and somebody who's trying to like break into that like you know f- f- as far as doing filmmaking would you stuff, pitch like, Would you
0: pitch what we're working on the BET? i mean i guess we could
1: but you you know what's interesting like i i actually had a long like <laughs> debate with myself about that. That's so funny. That's so specific. <laughs> I, was like, I was sitting here one day and I was like thinking about, because, you know, we talked about like, man, what if, you know, you know, Netflix or whatever the case is. Yeah. And uh, I actually I had a long, like, struggle with that. And I was like, because <laughs> initially I was like, yo, BBT is so whack. <laughs> like, yo, I don't even want to be on that network. And I, it's, I mean, watch, at some point we're going to, like, this is going to, like, come back. Right, right, right. <laughs> hey, man, we got to delete that one episode of the uh, uh, podcast. Cause... Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I just don't like the content, man. It's not like, I, I don't know the people, personally. I just am confused about the content. Like, I have some more variety. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, the, the interesting thing is, like, while I don't like their programming and I feel like they pretty much just market to the same type of audience. If you make something that is very different, and it it's it, BT picks it up and it's successful, yeah. and you become the breaking bad of BET, hey. it, it, there's a lot more room for you to move around than somewhere like because Everybody's not watching BET. Right, that's right. the thing. A very specific audience, a very specific, like niche audience, watches BET, while everybody's kind of on Netflix or Prime. Like everybody's on there in general. Like they have a pretty wide variety of demographic that's going to Netflix or Prime or something mm-hmm. like that, or HBO Max or whatever the case is. BET's uh, like it's it's pretty narrow I feel like I'm sure there's some white people to watch BET but I mean it, it's generally you can tell like the, the type of stuff that they make you can clearly tell they know who their audience <laughs> is like and you know they're making <laughs> like, they're making like quite a bunch quite a bit of you know content for it's them. so funny the
0: more <laughs> we talk about their audience like there's a specific picture in my head where it's just like <laughs> vaguely paying attention people like you know like it's like on in the
1: background yeah, yeah, yeah. they like like yeah, nobody yeah. Like
0: i i can't imagine there's a lot of people who um are like tuned in you know what i mean uh i i feel like we, we're going in on BT. We'll, we'll we'll pivot but uh, yeah for, for no, no reason
1: yeah. like, all right yo, shout out you know what's trash um Nah, I got nothing. Like I said, I got nothing. Get, I actually, that's the funny thing is I actually watch BET. That's the thing. Like, but I watch it because it's funny because of how ridiculous right. a lot of it is. Like, so I watch it <laughs> for right, the wrong right, reason, right. I guess, <laughs> but I don't like follow any, i mostly the only reason I, the main reason I watch BET is because they show constant reruns of Martin and I will never stop Martin watching is, Martin. Yeah. That's yeah. sort of the, that's sort of the draw for me is like, I'm going to watch Martin no matter what. Was so funny like they too. have there, it running like nonstop. What's funny is that the,
0: the humor on Martin kind of is what I feel like they try to replicate with a lot of the sitcoms, the modern sitcoms on BET. And it's mm. just like,
1: yeah, it, Martin <laughs> was very
0: specific to that period of time is very specific to his comedic abilities yeah. To where, I don't know, like yeah. when you when you try to do that same thing with like Tyler Perry or somebody like that, it doesn't hit for me because I just don't find Tyler Perry funny. Yeah. It all centers around you finding that person who's playing multiple characters and has this huge sort of presence on the show. You have to find that person entertaining. Otherwise, yeah. the show doesn't work.
1: <laughs> it, it falls apart. Yeah. If, if that doesn't work, if the hook doesn't work, it, it just completely falls apart. And I'm just not... Yeah. um that's just not for me. Like I'm not a, I, I don't know Tyler Perry. I, I think he's. would it be funny
0: if you just did? You were like, you were like, I actually, I actually, uh, <laughs> I actually know Tyler Perry pretty well. So I feel bad that I don't like his work. <laughs> it's
1: like what? <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. And I mean, is again, it's not like yeah, I mean, you know, I understand one from one artist to another. Like everybody's not gonna like my work. I'm sure he understands I respect that. Like,
0: and I, I respect, respect Tyler Perry, like big, big respect.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Him as yeah, a, as a
0: figure in entertainment, as a business person, as somebody who has come come up, super came up, who's trying to create spaces for yeah. black folks, like mad respect. It's just the the creations themselves yeah. are not my jam,
1: you know. This is not yeah. for me, yeah. He's super dope, though. Like, in terms of what he, I actually would like to emulate what yes. he did to some extent. Yeah. Um, which is interesting because, again, I'm not a there's nothing that he has that I don't like anything that he's the made. only
0: thing I've ever I've enjoyed seen... that is tied to him was Gone Girl. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I loved he him. Performance. His he was, like, yeah. excellent in that. He's actually, you know, <laughs> they just like showed great. me. Like, he's actually, yeah. he can
0: act. You know what I mean? It's just, he just, chooses. Yeah, these are choices. And I guess I can respect that even more. <laughs> it's like.
1: I feel like he had an interview where he was talking about that. Where, yeah. I don't want to misquote it, but I feel like he was sort of explaining the type, why he makes the stuff that he Yeah, makes I think I've seen it. who too. he makes it for.
0: Yeah. Well, he made, yeah, there and, was something you know, about the audience. Uh so I think those initial yeah. plays and things that he did resonated with a specific audience. And I think he was intentional about never leaving that audience behind. So, I mean, I respect that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is dope. Like I, like I said, that's something that I would like to replicate, yeah. as a, you know, to some degree, like just because he's powerful, yeah. you know, yeah. and I don't really care about being powerful uh, but he definitely his stuff resonates with and creating that, that like that's created, to me yeah.
0: creating spaces for uh, people who are trying to do amazing things. You know, like um, yeah. I mean, you know, real <clears> talk. <throat> it's weird to say it, but uh, Adam Sandler, <laughs> same thing. Like yeah. he's creating yeah. spaces for his people. He's mad successful. Got Netflix deals. Most of his things I don't really care for, um, but it is what yeah, it is. Okay. But anyway, let's 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 pivot to. <laughs> um, so uh, I would love for you to talk a little bit about Pope Free as much as you want to say about it because you you oh, talked yeah. to me about it and it just it sounds like this amazing thing <laughs> that like. I've seen pieces yeah. of that I feel like is is, is going to be something. And I would like this to be the first space
1: <laughs> where
0: this is going to be your Donald Glover yeah. where you're talking about this. And ten years from now, people are going to be like, "Hey, I heard him talking about this on this podcast one time. Yeah, like- <laughs> I can't even remember what the podcast was called,
1: but <laughs> yeah, like we so. I've, I've been trying to do something for a while. Like I am a person that I like working collaboratively with people. I just work best with people. I don't, I'm not a glory hound. I don't care about the fame. I don't care about my name being on the marquee. I want to just create some dope yeah. stuff. So for the past couple of years, I've just kind of, I've had people around me, like all my friends are creative. I don't have any friends that aren't creative. Like you, as kid, people that I went to high school with that I'm still friends with now, like they're all artists in some in some respect. Like they do different things. Some of them are designers, you know. uh, A lot of them do music and stuff like that. So I, for the longest of like, man, can we please come together and do something because. I feel like uh, you guys are all talented. I feel like you guys can do things that I can't do. And it just makes sense to me. Why don't we like utilize each other? Like, why are we here creating, you know, these stuff, you know, separately on our own, like in our bedrooms, like, like use me, like, <laughs> and I should be able to use you. I should be able to re- reach out to you and be like, yo, let's do something with, we're, f- I've known you since I was like 14. Like a lot of the people that yeah. I know is like, yo, we've known each other since we was kids. Like, what are we doing? Like, let's work. So we talked about it and, you know, with a lot of stopping and starting
0: and, you know, that
1: happens a lot. Like we, I, there's been, I've done this a couple of times, actually. This is not the, the first version of the matrix. Like this is <laughs> like, we did this, like I can't even, I don't even know, like every couple years I feel like, or every year I feel like I reach out to one of my friends like, yo, let's work, <laughs> man, let's do something. And then we all yep. team up and we get like Volts super hype yeah. and gassed and we have a meeting. Oh, man, everybody's super hyped in that meeting. It was just, like, <laughs> like the energy is so... <laughs> I'm laughing
0: because I can. I can relate
1: to this. <laughs> Yeah, it's happened to me so many times. Like the energy is so high, everything we like. All right, cool. Let's keep this going. We gonna meet next week, yo. I'm gonna talk to this dude, yo. I'm I'm over here. I'm on the phone right now, yo. I'm, I'm sending the email yeah, right now, yeah. like, yo, I'm doing everything, <laughs> and it's and I'm it's it's not like it's it's me too. Like I do right. the same thing. Like so, it's like we're all like, you know, fall victim to that like having like those really high highs of, of inspiration and then wake up the next day and then you got to take your kids to school. You got to go to work. You got to get your car fixed. You got to do life things. And then the thing that's fun, it's still fun, it's but it's like, yes, yeah, it's, it's the, the fun goes quickly and it's like, man, I'm not even really as motivated today because I got to do all this other stuff. And so I I basically reached out to you know friends. I was like, listen, and even people that I because I remember when I reached out to you and I was like, man, you ever made a film before? Because you seem like you've been secretly (laughs) made a movie or something. Like, and I just was (sighs) like, man, these these people or have something, and I don't know if they uh, you know are interested or if they want to do it or if they have the you know the time to do it. But I'm like, man, these people, I think are talented. And these, I need to feed all, I need that energy. It it helps me to have like knowing that I have people that, because for the longest I would just try to do things on my own. And I was like, I'm not really getting anywhere because all this stuff looks and sounds the same. It just looks like I did Mm. it. And I don't want it to look like I did it. I want it to look new to me. Man. And so if I yeah. bring in other people, it's going to look new to me. Like, I, I want to obviously be involved, but I want it to see, feel fresh, you know, for me as well. So that's why we interesting. We actually came up. Pulp Free was actually something that we came up with, like in 2010, oh, wow. I think. So me and my, my homie, like, we I think we, like, because we were working on, he was working on an album at the time we were producing yeah. it. And I can't remember the name of it, but I remember him, he came up with um Pulp Free for something. And because he was doing his album, it was a lot of, like, it was something like OJ and something, oh, gotcha. Donuts or yeah, something yeah. like that. It was like a mixtape. And it was really heavily around like this, that type of vibe. And I was like, I really like that. It just sounds tight to me. I don't know. It just sounded dope. And he, that album, we never really, it didn't come out or we didn't finish it or whatever the case is. And then years later, like after, you know, circling around a bunch of stuff, we doubled back to it and we just talked about, we didn't even have a name. I was like, man, let's just work on stuff. I'm not, you know, we don't got to, cause we always do this. Song and dance, where we come up with his thing, and we gonna call Concept, ourselves this yeah. and do all that, and then go buy the domain, and, right, everything right. and go set up a Twitter, and it's probably like five Twitter handles out there right now that I created. <laughs> yeah, bro, <laughs> That's got zero posts, right? Zero, right, like no posts, everything. no followers, no profile nothing, picture, no followers, nothing, Yeah. <laughs> like, And it's like, we've done this a bunch, but I was like, man, let's do it, you know, for real. And the thing is, is like, and all Pope free is, is, is in in terms of like the concept, it's just, uh, it's just, you know, free of, of, of of the stuff that we don't want, the stuff that we don't like. It's just all our, the best stuff, basically. Like we basically filtering out the parts that you don't Uh want and making you know the dopest stuff that you could possibly make like that's sort of the the basic concept of what pulp free is and i was like nah that's kind of i was like i like that let's do let's do it but this time i was like let's actually do it like let's like some of these ideas let's go try them because i feel like for me i always get intimidated because i i've never done i'm not a uh, technically not a filmmaker i've never made a film i don't i don't know well now you know we've sort of crossed that threshold and you know sort of you know start going down that journey but i i'm i'm not you know i don't not a perpetrator before i knew how to design i refused to call myself Mm. a designer i was like "I, i don't i don't want to disrespect people that do that. I'm a filmmaker. I just ain't made a film yet.
0: You know, like, yeah,
1: yeah. Untapped potential. And that was, and that, and that's how I felt is like, I was like, I felt like an imposter because I wanted to do stuff and I would reach out to people and I had like ideas. I was like, I know I can do this. I I know I have these ideas. I know if if I just took the time to do it, I could do something that, that that at least looked cool. Like I just, I watch so, I study films like so much. I just, I watch film movies just nonstop. I read, I listen to podcasts about them, yeah. everything. Like yeah. I just, I'm into it. So I'm like, I know I could do this, but I need proof. I can't just say that I can do it. Like, and like I got to the point, like a couple of years ago, I was doing this with somebody else that I, we ended up not doing, you know, the thing, but I, was like creating like movie po like uh, hypothetical yeah, movie yeah. posters that I didn't shoot, <laughs> and I was just like, like, <laughs> like yo, this is what this is right, going right. To. <laughs> <It's> like. <laughs> yeah. And like, I was doing that, and I was like, I remember I was posting them online. I was like, oh dang, when is that coming out? And I'm like, yeah, 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 we uh, it's it's coming out, it's, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's,
0: it's pre production, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just it's in the process. <laughs>
1: And I was doing that. I was like, why don't you actually go try and, like, yeah. you know, shoot some of these. Like, try the things. Like, I'll think of stuff like, oh, man, all I got to do is drive across town, ask somebody if I can shoot there, set up everything. And, like, never mind. I ain't, yeah, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> just,
0: <laughs> like, just course, correct. Like,
1: yeah. That's what I. So I would never make it to that part. Like, But yeah. I feel like
0: you've kind of crossed over that threshold now like i mean i'm looking at the stuff you've been shooting lately and you've been uh you know literally collaborating with people and finding finding actors basically and um i feel like that's a lot and it's that's when it becomes something you know they, they always say there's a line you have to that uncomfortable line you have to cross before you step into this new territory and then that starts to get comfortable and it's like uh mm-hmm. sometimes we don't acknowledge it because the time you don't think about all yeah. those times before when you didn't cross that line,
1: you know, yeah, you become fearless, and I think that's mm-hmm. when you become the best version of yourself as an artist as is, is a fearless yeah. artist is is when you will go there when you i have go i put myself in dangerous situations because i I thought it was dope, I thought I was gonna get something dope creatively yeah. out yeah. of it. Like, I'm in an abandoned place. (laughs) There's nobody here. Like, it's no trespassing. (laughs) Everything is like super seedy. Like, (laughs) it's not lit well. And me, in my mind, I'm just like, trying to capture this <laughs> i'm not even thinking about how dangerous could get like, situation is. But <laughs> yeah but yeah. like in and in, in in the process of that like i got some cool looking stuff and that and and that's what it is is like I, at this point I, I started to which it, it helped me as, as us shooting you know what we you know kind of sought out to you know shoot we started writing a bunch of stuff And you know, the once that one, the one we started with fell through. I I started was like, oh, here we go again. I'm discouraged now, like because we, like we didn't get a chance to do it. And I was like, man, like it was just a lot. Obviously, a lot of stuff going on in my personal life, but I was like, dang, yeah, yeah, I'm right back. You know, I'm right back here again, like not doing it again. I just want to see one be completed. Mm -hmm. From beginning to end, just so I, I know that I, I, I know I'm not crazy. Yeah. I know I can do yeah. this. And like the moment we started, the day that we like initially shot, like um, the hide and seek joint, Man. like that's when I started to feel like, all right, you know what? This is this is possible. Like I'm, I'm. It's not as intimidating as like I'm making it. Yes, I feel lost. Yes, I don't know what to do, but the the good thing is, like, I heard Steven Spielberg say that about filming movies, like, and not at the beginning of his career, late in his yeah. career, saying, I get on a set and I don't know what the hell to do. I don't know what I'm doing, yeah. like, initially. Yeah. Like, I have, I don't have it figured out, and I'm like, that's sort of a part, one of the stages of being an artist you, you may you know know how to do what you do but when it first at the beginning when i start an album when i start anything i don't know what to do I, it almost feels like i don't even know how to yeah, create initially yeah. and then like something like i just have to start moving i have to start do, like it's like a warm-up it's like when you yeah. get to the gym and you don't you like your body is not <laughs> there yet you have to just start warming yep. up yeah. Once you get warmed up, like you're good, you're good to go. Like you, you, you can, you can do whatever from that point. And I needed that. Like I needed to, you know, us, for us to do that. And then I, that day that I had that one shoot and I was like, it was by myself. I almost, almost canceled it. Cause I was like, man, I can't do this, this by myself. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be me. I, I don't know these yeah. people. Like I reached out to people. Like I was like really being in bit, and that's yeah. like that's sort of what I've always been. I've always been a person that will like I'll just walk up to people and and be like, "Hey, can I do this? Hey, like you is this yeah, possible? Yeah. Like," and I'm like, "I should still be doing that. Like it, it doesn't. That, like you kind of, you don't know unless yeah. you ask. And a lot of times, like that's the thing. Is like we're so. Apprehensive about asking for stuff because we don't want to, I don't know, get turned down or look a certain way or whatever the case is. But I, more often than not, when I ask for stuff, I yeah. get it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's it like, does, I, it's I just, just
0: because yeah. a lot of times you're asking something that maybe someone else is, no one else has asked for for that specific person or in that specific situation. So it yeah. kind of becomes interesting to them
1: or, yeah it does you have to be bold because yeah. like so the like the, the one shoot we just did like i literally called i didn't have i had in my mind kind of what i wanted to shoot and i was like I know i want to shoot at a laundromat yeah i just have this vision of what it looks like didn't have the laundry laundromat didn't know where i was gonna do it at i called a couple places i was like hey can we shoot there and they were like you got to ask the manager. Right. Like, I can't really sign off on that. And I was like, dang. Well, I guess we're not shooting then. Like, I was just going to cancel it. Mm-hmm. I called another one and the lady was like, hey, hang on. He's actually here. I hopped on the phone with dude. I'm like, excuse me. Listen, I was going to lie to it first. I was going to, like, make up this whole thing about, like, being a student <laughs> or something. And, like, maybe he would be something. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> like, I'm a, oh, student. a student. I'm just like, trying to, yeah, you know, on, I got to like... get an A
0: on this project.
1: Uh... <laughs> I was gonna lie, dude. In my mind, was like, just telling you a film student, like, and he'll be like, all right. And I was like, you know what? Listen, I'm shooting your film. Like, I'm looking for locations. I'm looking, you know, a laundromat. Like, and he was like, here, write my number down. And call me back in like ten minutes. I was like, okay. So I call him back in like ten minutes. He was like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, so what? What do uh, you guys looking to do this? I'm like, can I come up there right now? He was like, yeah, come on. He was like, I'm up here right now. I was like, bro, I I started packing up stuff. (laughs) I just started packing up stuff and just went up there. I I was like, yo, let's go. (laughs) And then he, I got there, and he was super dope. Like The dude was like, I got there. He was like, as soon as I walked in, he was like, oh, hey, yeah, I just talked to you, fist bump. He was like, dude, whatever you guys need. Just do Let's it. See, man, do what you that's... need. If you need to get over here, if you need to go over there, whatever the case is. And he was leaving. So he told the lady at the desk that, yeah, that was working there. He's like, hey, they're going to be shooting. Just let them do their thing. Like, yeah. And good luck. Let me know how it goes. He was like, send me a link or something when it, you know, when it's done, when it comes out and he dipped. And he was like, man, because he said somebody else shot there before or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he got there and he, was like, Yeah, sure. Come on. Like, I had no issues. You ain't got to and just dipped and it was in, within like forty minutes from nine o'clock like at nine o'clock I was like, I don't think we're gonna do this. And then like fifteen minutes later I was like, Okay, we doing this and then we was there <laughs> and, you know, did it in like an hour. And it's, it's it's and dope with, footage. With, with I, I can't know.
0: wait till more till everybody can see it. But um it was such a cool thing. I actually, I actually showed, I actually like showed your video to my mom <laughs> because, uh, yeah, oh, yeah word. I <laughs> was like, Cause, cause she, watched, she listens to the podcast and stuff, so she knows who you are. And oh, okay, like, yeah. you yeah. he made this dope like short film type of deal, and she was, like, she had questions, but I was yeah. like, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a part of a story, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. the way it was shot. It looked so like. It looks cinematic. It was really, really dope. And, um, but what you're saying to me, like speaks to that whole thing as an artist to whatever your hump is, right? Like some people don't even have a hump when it comes to asking for stuff, but maybe they have a hump on the side of like editing or like drawing or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever the thing is, whatever part of the process that takes your vision to reality, there's something along the way that makes you uncomfortable. And like, uh, Like for me, like yesterday I had to, I was, I was, I, you know, I do a market, I have a marketing agency and I'm trying to be more intentional about uh, promoting it. And I realized I needed to make a new kind of video to sort of show, you know, unveil what I'm doing and everything. And I had this whole idea about what this video was going to be. Um, I was like, I'm gonna be in the, I'm gonna be in my kitchen. I'm gonna have the island pulled out. I'm gonna like <laughs> make coffee and then like, talk, like, like casually, like kind of, kind of walk up to the camera and just start talking. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. as soon as I like got everything out, got my lights out, got the camera out, I was like, yeah, this looks trash. Like there's nothing. Uh, there's like nothing. This, this, this looks flat. This looks corny. Like yeah. I had, I, I wanted to do a top down shot of me like baking oh, stuff yeah, on yeah, the yeah. island and i so i put my tripod and my camera on top of the kitchen counter and pointed the tripod down and then i realized yeah. like i needed my monitor because i couldn't see the monitor on the camera to see and then, it I, right? my monitor wasn't charged <laughs> so i was like right, i gotta wait and then the battery takes like four
1: hours to charge <laughs>
0: i was like yeah and i had a similar moment where i was like yeah i guess this ain't happening like anytime soon because yeah. then I had this whole thing like I'm not gonna feel creatively energized in the afternoon so like <laughs> I guess guess I gotta oh, wait till tomorrow yo, and I and I and I I'm the king right right Right? Man, it's man. like I gotta, that energy <laughs> energy gotta hit me and, gotta let uh, the energy I'm, hit I'm not gonna be feeling anything <laughs> because I'm gonna be doing work stuff and I, I just I, I realized yeah. like I was like I got all this stuff out I got all this like I got everything out of like took all this stuff out of the kitchen. I've done all this stuff like, and I'm going to sit here and not film something. And so I sat down and I wrote a quick script. was like, okay, here are the things I want to say. And I found a different way to compose it. And I just was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm going to very least have a decent, well-lit, shot of me breaking down what I do and whatever comes out of it comes out of it and so f- I'd set up a boom right. mic for the first time like I was like i never done this before but I know what it's supposed to look like and I know that the mic's supposed to be pointing right, so, uh, <laughs> right. so I just like did that and then um, I, I ended up filming it and I was like man this this actually looks pretty good I have a you know you as you know I have a wider lens and so I did this shot yeah. that had a nice depth of field behind me. I had it like st- set up. I was like, you know what? This don't look too bad. And then I started thinking, well, what can I do? I'm not, you know, now I can, now that I have the meat of this thing shot, maybe now I can do some, yeah. some different, like, uh, I can just capture some different footage to help tell the story that I'm trying to tell. And, you know, I love movies and then, and what I'm talking about, I'm talking about storytelling. So maybe I g- grab some, some, dope 4k clips from movies that I enjoy to sort of overlay with the speech. And as I'm building this thing, it doesn't look anything like my initial idea. Um, but it to me actually feels more better than anything I've ever done in terms of this kind of thing. And it's like, if I had left yeah. allowed myself to be kind of like, this is dumb and just like walk away from it. Um, I never would've got that. And, it, it, it's that hump you know yeah.
1: yeah you gotta figure you gotta be willing to like like play through it yeah like it, because sometimes like you' what you start with if i played you like i mean i've been making beats since i was i don't know 14 i've been making beats a long right. time and i can't tell you how many beats i've made since then like thousands i have no clue uh, but it, there's so many beats that if I played you, I could play you something that you might like, and if I played you what it initially sounded like, you'd be like, "Yeah, bro, that's <laughs> that's trash." Like <laughs> that ain't it? Because it never, it doesn't always start like that. Like it, this sometimes the the eventuality of what you hear or see is through you know, problem solving is through making adjustments, like audible like changing yeah. things. Like, okay, this is not working. And just because this is not working doesn't mean I need to hang the whole thing up. I just need to pivot. I need to be okay. I think, I remember there was a class that I, I had that um, mm-hmm. uh, it was like actually a writing class and we had to like Write something. Write like whatever we thought like was a good idea. Come up with a good, you know, an idea that we were going to use, and then we had to throw it away and write another one. <laughs> and sort of the exercise is just to be like, well, you if you can do this one time, you can do it many times. Uh, and and the, the idea is to not get married to whatever the one idea you know because if you had done that then you you start out you set up you like you shoot it you're like this is whack and then you're like well that idea was a bad idea so scrap the whole thing like if you can do it one time you can do it another time and the idea of sticking with it like continuing yeah. with it like okay this ain't this ain't completely working but I have to stay on the horse. Like I can't get off. I have to stay on it and like keep going and problem solve. And I mean, we did that. We did that with, you know, the stuff we shot at my <laughs> crib. It was just like, you know, stuff was not yeah. working. Like, and stuff was working. And even the other day when we were like trying to set up that, that shot, I was like, this ain't in my mind. I was Nothing trying was to up. figure it yeah. out. I was like, I was like, this ain't looking right. I was like, I don't know about this shot. And at a point I was about to be like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should just do something else. (laughs) And, but I'm glad we, we stuck with it. We continued to figure out how to, because we knew in our minds, this can work like this, 100% can work. We just need to figure out how to make it work. We just don't have, the technical skills yet to make it work but it can work because you know it's been done like it's not like we created this like somebody else has done it yeah and it's like because we stuck with it it's like we found it it's like oh okay yeah yeah this looks good yeah dude that's, i mean that's perfect that's one
0: of those things too i used to struggle with was like like i'd have a specific vision in my head and i couldn't get it to translate. And so then that would scare me yeah. away from that idea. Um And I yeah. think that's what was starting to happen to me too. I was like, man, like I can see this, but it's not like the way I had it in my head, you know? And then when you had that idea to do that one thing that wasn't even in my head to do, it just came together. And I think that's what yeah, you talk about the collaborative process. Like, that doesn't happen when you work on your own and in silos like you you just struggle yeah. and then potentially give up um yeah dude
1: <laughs> yeah I, I find that to be when i work with somebody especially like somebody that i have good chemistry with uh that's sort of the other half of like work because don't I, I don't advise anybody to work with people just to work with people there is a chemistry factor that's extremely important like if you don't have chemistry you're kind of wasting time if you're just on a team just to be a part of a team right. <laughs> you're wasting time you're wasting time like you, you need to have some level of chemistry with the people that you're working with, otherwise, you're just kind of going to end up working by yourself again, anyway. And that that's happened to me quite a few times as well, where I was like forcing a team together because I needed. I, I liked that element of having other people around me, to where I was sort of blind to the fact that the team that I surrounded myself with was not going to win anything. Like we were never going to be successful. Because the team didn't make sense. Like, and uh, like, I've, I've sort of now, I've, I've s- sort of like started to uh, reach out to people that I feel like have things that I'm like, this, that's again, that's why I reached out to you. I was like, this dude is really good. At, he's a really good writer. And I'm not a good writer. I'm not a writer at all really uh, I can write some stuff but I don't really proclaim to be like a writer or anything uh, but I'm like he is he can write and he knows how to like fine tune the thing after it's initially done and I don't do that I'm, I'm not that's not really my strength I'm trying to learn it but seeing you do it is also helping me yeah, learn dude. so I'm like <laughs> I kind of need to have that there. That's like, okay, that's definitely an asset to have, like, you know, somebody to work with that can do that. Cause it's like, I was missing that. That's one of the reasons why I struggled with getting started on writing, starting to film stuff because I'm visual. I know how to, I know how to make stuff look how I want it to look. I I know how to get the shot. I know how to frame stuff. I understand composition. I understand, like, you know, how to get things to have the certain, like, texture or, like, just cinematic quality that I wanted to have. But I don't necessarily always have a story in mind and i'm like that was something that deterred me like in the past i was like i don't know what to shoot because i don't have i don't know i mean that's that's literally like
0: yeah that's what brought us together i think because i'm like the opposite like i have so many stories in my head but i always feel limited by like what i don't what i can't sort of translate into like the filming thing like i watch a ton of movies but I think because I'm so tied into the story, I never think about the filmmaking process. And so in my head, I'm like, yeah, this story yeah. would be dope. Do this, 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 this. And then you put a camera in my hand and I'm like, I don't know where to stand. I'll, I don't know where to put this. You're yeah. supposed to, uh, you know, <laughs> you just and I'm just like, yeah. I mean, um, and so I just feel limited. But I, I am obsessed with having a story that feels resonant, you know, like I just want, like if the story's not there, I get frustrated. Cause I'm just like, Oh, what, 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 what do I take away from this? What am, what am I supposed to story? feel? Right. You know <laughs> what I mean? And so, um, yeah, I think that's yeah. the thing. And, uh, our, our other creative partner, Joe, I feel like, um, he's so like in love with the post-production and like the, mm-hmm the idea of being able to play with the footage and play with what's there. And like, he's like a technical, like he's always researching different stuff and coming back that I feel like our three energies go together pretty well.
1: Yeah. I was talking to him earlier. I called him earlier and he was just giving me like hella tips (laughs) on like, like, he just knows that stuff. Like he's like in hell, like, just a gang of like chat rooms and different stuff like where they're like discussing it and he's like always talking to like pros and stuff like in the industry and like he has like a wealth of knowledge about like the actual stuff that i don't know i don't know any of that stuff like i just feel i know what i feel like this feels right and that's it and I'm like, I was talking to him. I was like, and he was just telling me hella stuff. Like, yo, nah, if you get this, yeah. like, you put that on there, bro, that's going to fix all of that. That's going to clean the whole thing yeah. up right there. And I was like, see, I don't <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's funny. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that. And like, it's funny
0: because you could tell he doesn't, Joe doesn't, Joe could care less about the story we're trying to tell. He could care less about yeah. where you want to put the camera, uh, I always laugh to myself because of that day we was talking about how to. Uh, <laughs> so we we're t- work, working on this mo- this short film and we we're trying to figure out how to have something really uh, resonant happen at the end. <laughs> <And> I said, <laughs> I, said, I, said uh, I said, what if you could just, <laughs> what if you could just see this this figure running right at you know. These kids, and uh maybe you don't see the whole figure. Maybe you just see part of it. And Joe was just like, "What you, you talk about? Like, like having some ugly feet or something? <laughs> like they just got some <laughs> ugly feet?" <laughs> I was like, "I was like, I mean, <laughs> not not no." You just made it sound, nah, man. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah. I mean, that's it's good though. Like you said, because hey. <laughs> it's perfect because i've been in groups where like i feel like we were all doing the same thing yeah, yeah. and it was like sort of pointless like it, it becomes a little bit it of an it't really makes sense yeah yeah we're all doing similar things and like and i mean we so i mean we do similar things like with what we're working on now like we sometimes it, it overlaps i mean because we literally working on the same thing but overall just i feel like everybody's skill set just kind of complements yeah. each yeah. other in a way that it it just it, it helps like i said it it motivates me and me i'm the type of person like if you say you want to do something i'm like let's go do it right now yeah. and, oh you ain't or oh, you ain't you ain't serious <laughs> like let's go let's go right now let's go oh, drive. Yeah. oh yeah let's go, let's go drive to ohio <laughs> like right about now about to scrap or something <laughs> go right now <laughs> <laughs> Are you for real? Like, you for real? I'm for real? like okay, that. Okay. <laughs> where are you camera at, though? I'm 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 like that. Like yeah. if you tell me something, like I'm get up, let's go do it right now, type of person. Like I don't like really sitting around pontificating about like oh, well, what, what, should we? Should we? I don't like doing that. I, I like going because I feel like I've done that too many times mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. it doesn't go anywhere because we set a lot of times we set limitations or we create barriers that don't exist because we're afraid to do the thing. And I've been working and we've been like, well, yeah, we can't do that because we ain't really got the budget. So yeah. Or man, no, we ain't going to be able to hear back from him. Or we set up things to, I've I've been like working on projects where we set up a barrier to pro, to like procrastinate. Like, I, well, I reached out to so-and-so. All I'm waiting on (laughs) is waiting for him to hit me back. So he hit me back. You know, we, we oh go into the gosh. moon After right, that, like, right. it's just I've been like, there, man. Yeah. And it's like, why would you set up a barrier? Like, why would you set up a situation yeah. that's completely predicated upon someone reaching back out to you that's possibly busy as hell, yeah. like on top of With everything? Outside else. factor. Nah. Yeah. And, yeah, why? Why would you say? And then I was like, man, yeah. And then weeks would go by. It's like, man, you heard back from soon? Nah, not yet. But as as man, I'm gonna back, shoot him man, message, you know, man. And as soon as soon as I I'm hear him back, him. man, I'm telling yeah. you, it's over. Let me ping <laughs> like, my guy real quick. It's like, it's like, man. And like, I, I was cr- doing a lot of stuff like that where we would <laughs> create barriers for no white. Why are we? We, we want to do this, right? Like, we want to plant a tree. Okay, cool. Let's go get some seeds and let's plant the tree. But instead, we were like, "Man, I got a man. I got a call. Hey, I wanted to do maple
0: leaf, and they didn't. They was out of maple (laughs) seeds, so I figured I had to call my
1: guy. And it's (laughs) like, look, it's. I got to call my guy. He said he got a plug that can get us, you know, a certain type of tree. As soon as he hit me back, we could plant about this them tree, i to there. go pine right pine seeds right
0: there. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it nah. got to be equal, you know what I mean? Otherwise, what's the point?
1: I got to wait on my man to hit me back. <laughs> and then, like, what ends up yeah. happening is I, I go by myself and I go plant my own tree. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, I end up working by myself and then the tree dies because I don't tend to it enough because I I would have rather planted this with somebody because I don't really know a whole lot about trees. I just know about one specific aspect of this and the other, I needed the other person that had maybe the knowledge about trees to be a part of it. But instead it was just like, yeah, man, let's wait on my man's to hit me back. And then we could, and I, I just like, man, you know what? I'm sort of done with that. Either we gonna do it right now, or we gonna shut up exactly. about it. I don't want to talk about and don't, it. And, and, and the thing is, you
0: put yourself out now, there when yeah. you start talking about it more intensively and say and talking about it as a thing instead of as a concept. Like uh, even this podcast, yeah. dude. Like it started out, I was talking to um, a friend of mine, Charles Coles, who's been on this show, uh, and we were talking about like, what, how do we create a space for black men to just kind of chop it up and and build each other up. And it wasn't initially about artists or creators or anything, but it was like this space. And I talked to him about it and and another friend of mine, Brian for a while. And then like, after we got into talking about it in my head, I'm like, yeah, now we, now we doing something. And then like a week passed and I didn't do anything to move it forward. And Charles just texted me and Brian was like, uh, we still doing this thing or I mean are y'all good to just uh let this creative energy die on the vine or whatever <laughs> I was just like dang like I felt attacked but <laughs> it, it was right. what I needed yeah, right. like, yeah we still doing it cuz yeah. it's weird like you challenge me and then right. I get you know what I mean I'm like nah we doing it what you talking about yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah 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 and it's and but you it, like accountability yes. like and I feel I, I'm glad like you like specifically for like uh, I know a lot of black men that are talented dudes like they they can do things and i've met people like along my life at different stages where i've worked at different places and i met people that had aspirations or dreams that and i would have these long conversations with them i'm like why don't you do that though and like and a lot of them would be like yeah you're right man i I just ain't really think about it like you know like now that you're saying it to me yeah and it's interesting, like I talked to a lot of black men, and a lot of things never occurred to them that they could be done until someone says, Hey, why don't you do this? What do, like, it, it seemed to me like I ran into a lot of black men, and nobody ever asked them what they wanted mm-hmm. to do, and then no one encouraged them to do that yeah. thing. And me, I'm always like, yeah, everybody can do everything. Do it, do it, try it. You might fail initially at it, or you might fail altogether and figure out what your true calling is in the process, right. whatever. I don't know. But my whole thing is, yeah, just go try it. And I saw like a lot of them had never really um, had accountability. Like, and accountability is my favorite thing. I love accountability. I love when someone says, we're working on something. And then I'm not doing it. And then they say, what's up? Mm. I prefer that. I don't like, like, don't just go to your corner and I go to my corner and you leave me alone. and You allow me to fail yeah. because this is okay that we fail because we we don't know. We, we don't have, like, a path laid out. We don't have anybody to look to to say, like, that's close to us, right? There's nobody in close proximity to me. That I can look at and replicate what they're doing because I'm like, oh, I know that can be done because I know my dad did that or my uncle does that. I don't have any black men that are necessarily close to me that have done the thing that I'm doing. I can only look at people on TV and stuff and be like, oh, well, they did it. So it's possible or somebody else that I don't know. Which is like that's sad. Like I, I wish I had more of a you know some a situation where there were people around me that had done that thing because they stuck through it and they held themselves accountable and had other people hold them accountable. Yeah. I, I I I remember my my dad. He wanted to be a DJ like and I I, mean, I guess he was good at it. And instead of like uh, my family like holding them accountable and said like all right you say you want to DJ. Go out there and figure it out. They told him that ain't no job. Yeah. Like you need to go be go down to the sheriff's office and get a job. You could become. He became a police officer. He was a police officer when I was a kid. Yeah. And I remember he had a long conversation with me like some years back. Where he was like, "Man, I didn't want to do that. Uh-huh. That was something that you know, your aunt, uncles told me I should do because the thing that I wanted to do didn't make yeah. sense." And I was like, damn, that's not accountability, though. That's, you know, that, that's something else. And it's like, I feel like a lot of people have that mm-hmm. Where it's like, your dreams are stupid or what it is you want to do is unrealistic. Right. And at his time, it was a lot harder to do it, you know, at that time than it is now. Right. Like, it's far easier to, you know, become that now. But at his time, he was actually working at a rate. He was doing right. it actually already. He had a spot, he was on the radio, he was doing uh, he had his own segment that they gave yeah. him that like he's working at a radio station and there was a free slot of airtime and the guy there was, he let him have that slot and it wasn't anything huge, but it was like the beginning of him learning how to do right, the thing right. that he wanted to do. And instead of like someone, you know, holding him accountable and saying, keep going, they say, stop doing mm-hmm. that because you're wasting your time. Go do something, you know, that makes sense to me. And it's like, that's whack as hell. (laughs) Like, why? you you know, I'm like, why would you that? I feel like that's more, I see that more uh, with a lot of black uh, men, black people in general, just like, I mean, people too, but I mean, just black people in general, I've seen, where it's just like, man, man, don't do that. Don't waste your time with that. Go you know, go be, be yeah. me, you know, essentially like, don't, don't be you Yeah. because being you, no, nah, nah, you know, nah, you don't want to do that. And that's, the, but like, that's, that's <laughs> the thing, like the
0: whole kind of, man, like you said a lot and what I'm thinking about is that whole part where the difference between holding someone accountable for their own journey Versus imprinting on them the journey you think they should have and holding them accountable to that. And it's just like, yeah, like to me, I mean, I think about, um, you know, my son wants to do, he has all these different things he wants to do, right? Like he, he's, he's going to college now, but, uh, everything that he has wanted to do, because I had like dreams when I was a teenager and stuff that, didn't make sense to people yeah you know writing music all that kind of stuff but my mom was just like she was going to every show i performed and she was like listening to my songs even the ones that was super vulgar and she was just like <laughs> yeah it's good like all that and i don't you know <laughs> yeah. she would be like super like um she'd be like, you should, you should, she'd be telling me what to sample and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> you Now <can even laughs> green, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, it was, it was, it's, I, I didn't appreciate it then. I didn't, I didn't not appreciate it, but I didn't specifically see that what she was telling me was so different from what my friends, family were telling them for having the same kinds of dreams. And, uh, so now with him, I'm just like, what do you need? Like you wanna he he wanted to be a filmmaker for a while. So I was like, Hey, put this little attachment on your phone, it, it, it makes the camera better, case the camera lens better. Uh you, here's a laptop, it's got iMovie on it. We can put Premiere Pro on there off of my account. Cut some yeah. stuff together. And then he started having dreams that I didn't fully understand how to support him on. So then I'm just like, well, what do you need? <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, you know, he's got these ideas now around wanting to create stuff. And for me, it's like, look, you can say a lot of things about how, you know, who I am as a father, or who I am as whatever, but you'll never say that I didn't have your back. You know what I mean? And, um, I yeah, like that the, the thing I think about, like with, My family history is I I don't know where, you know, I don't know where I would be if I didn't have somebody telling me, like, yeah, that's not crazy.
1: (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. And my parents similarly were kind of like that as well. Like, my dad really, my dad is an artist. like So he always is like, oh, yeah. It's like don't do that. That. <laughs> like he yeah he, he was never like yeah that ain't nah he always is kind of there like and my mom is supportive in that way too was, my mom I didn't even know is, is creative in her own way my mom do hella stuff wow. that I didn't even <laughs> know like she creates a lot of that I was like what you do that I was like all right <laughs> but it's like they they never were like nah yeah you shouldn't you know My mom, I remember, like, uh, I came home, and I remember I was trying to be grown up, like, I was, like, 22 or something, and I was trying to be mature and have a conversation. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go over here and go to college, and I'm going to do this because, you know, it's going to make some decent money, and... My mom makes decent money and she's like, she's like, you know what, son? Like, that's cool and all, but do something that you're gonna be happy doing. Cause honestly, that money is whatever. Mm-hmm. I make good money and I can tell you right now I'm stressed out Oof. constantly. Yeah. My life is stressful. So she was like, do something that Bring, you feel happy doing. Do something that makes yeah. you happy. That, that you feel happy and I'm like I didn't expect her to because she's my mom's a school nut she's always she's in school right now like getting a master's wow. degree like she got I think mean, she got a couple <laughs> degrees Um, so she's like I expected her to say the opposite right. and she didn't she was like nah dude and maybe she even uh, said what she said because she understands me too like yeah. it's like that ain't what you want. Like that's what you think, think makes you're supposed sense to want, and you ain't never did what you think makes sense. So why would you start now? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's like you always was kind of just off, <laughs> like, and you know, doing your own, yeah. Like you know, doing your own thing. Like I, I you know, oh, it's just you know, in my own world. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's that's not terrible. It's like. Figure out how to exist in that and figure out how to bring people to that world. You might have a world that you've created that people want to visit. It's like it's not crazy because people tend to call things crazy that are not popular. But when they become popular, it's like, uh, well, everybody, right. you know, of course, this, this is, is the know. thing. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> this, is, this
0: is what you should get into I mean, yeah. podcasting.
1: Like, remember, yeah.
0: podcasting was a yeah. thing to do. Now everybody got a podcast.
1: I remember I was like, what's up? I remember like 2009. I was like, what's a right, podcast? Right. <laughs> podcast.
0: Um, yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, the thing I think about is like, uh I was recently got really into Kevin Hart. <laughs> Not so much... Like his comedy and stuff, but his story. Um, And he Mm -hmm. has a book, an audio book that he kind of talks a little bit about. I mean, it's Kevin Hart being Kevin Hart most of the time where it's meant to be like a motivational thing. But most of the time he just gets sidetracked and start like there's one point when like he says something and then like his there's a weird noise and he's just like, that wasn't a fart. Like my stomach, that was my stomach, and then he just goes on for like twenty more seconds about how like he's like I didn't fart, you know. And he's like, I'm actually gonna cut this out. No, I'm not. I'm actually not gonna cut this out. I just, I, because then it makes it seem like I farted. <laughs> he
1: has his own thing, but, uh
0: but between all of that, um there's a story about somebody who wanted to be a comedian and got booed off the stage all the time. And people are like, there's a lot of people mm-hmm. like he has a lot of critics and people are like, man, Kevin Hart ain't funny. Like how's, you know, and, and, and they, people are simultaneously critical of him for his kind of motivational, inspirational stuff where they're like, man, why, like, why am I listening to him? Like, it's like maybe you listen to him because you don't think he's funny and somehow he's still successful. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like yeah. if he's not funny, yeah. but he's also, super successful and happy and doing the thing he always wanted to do one, he either, he found his audience obviously. And two, oh, no. he didn't let this idea that this, this audience doesn't think I'm funny. Turn turn the thing he wanted to do into something that, you know, was unattainable. And so that, that, that yeah. inspires me regardless of what I think of his comedy. I just appreciate him as a person for not only, Doing that, being willing to openly talk about yep. doing that,
1: you know. Yeah, it's, it's, that's 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 hard. It's like it's just people, like like the, the people like that who they sort of just get torn. Like yeah, they tear him up right. all the time. Like about him not, you know, being whatever the case is. But it, like you said, is a, a valuable lesson there. That okay, I don't think this person is funny. Why are they successful? Yep. Because there's something to, there's no magic, actually, what I've come to realize to being successful. There's no secret sauce. There's no anything that thing that you got to do or incantation that you got to say or whatever. Wish on a star. It's none of that. It's literally the same thing if some people have it and some people yeah. don't have it and that's the ability to be consistent and this
0: do the thing
1: and the ability to do the yeah. thing and the the reason why that guy that you don't think is that funny is where he is it's not because he's funnier than everybody else it's not because he's not funny at all it's because he kept yeah. going period like because there's plenty of people that I don't find funny at right. all and they've you know, rock it. made it into mm. where, where, yeah wherever they are there's plenty of people I don't care for we just talked about Tyler Perry mm. earlier I don't get his stuff at all I don't understand the appeal but that guy That's is it, is extremely successful it now what now I could sit here and because at that point I'm just hating right. on them. Like if I'm if just you're like, ma- like you're yeah. mad, yeah. if you
0: don't enjoy their work, it kind of ends there. You're like, yeah, I don't like it. I'm not into it. Yeah. But if you're continually, if, you, if you're mad that they're successful because you don't enjoy their work, you got to ask yeah, yourself, yeah. well, why does that make me angry though?
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you <laughs> hate you, you hate, that, that's that. That's hate. hate Like you don't gotta like their work. Hate. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay to not like the work. Like that's fine. But I can't hate on Tyler Perry. Yeah. Like I'm not mad at his success. I think his success is dope because I would like to I don't I don't want that level of power or anything like that necessarily. I actually don't want to be famous <laughs> at all. <laughs> like I don't really want them. people to know yeah. me like that. Yeah, I don't really want to be known like that. I just want to do what I like doing for a living and be super low key, but it's like successful. <laughs> well, it's that like, Brian Cranston thing. I don't like, want you to just want to
0: be able to have that be the only job you do is the thing that you love doing. That's success. Yeah. It's not this yeah. many people. It's don't not want, fame. I don't care about I got this much yeah, money. Yeah, I don't man. care about that. Um, yeah I don't care about that I mean that was the other yeah. thing like that inconsistency yeah, of just and it's it kind of it actually the Kevin Hart example goes back to what you said earlier too about talking to people because he was telling this story um, I think it was on Joe Rogan when he said like he was like uh, at some event and just Jeff, Jeff Bezos walked in and uh he was like, oh, oh, I'm about to go talk to Jeff Bezos, you know, like whatever. And he said his buddy that was with him was like, nah, man, you want, like, you, like, you don't you seem like that. You want to be that guy. Like, you just seem like, he's like, be what guy? The guy who wants to talk to Jeff Bezos because he's trying to put some,
1: like, like, learn a thing
0: or two. And right. He was like, man, you know, and he, he's like, he goes, like, I just talked to Jeff Bezos. I was like, I don't know if anything's going to come of this, but. I want to talk to this man and have him know my name and just like make that connection. Cause he's one of the richest people in the world. And I want to know, you know, like, I just want to know him. Right. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, he's just interesting. And, uh, yeah. yeah. At the end of the yeah. day, but there are those people there's, that's the difference, right? Like being the guy who is going to go say the thing, because you have a specific, you know, goal in your heart or in your mind. And the guy who's like, nah but you don't want to be like that and it's like it is true like be like what like what are we not wanting to be like,
1: <laughs> like you can't like you can't be too cool to take chances like if you're too cool for school you're not yeah. going nowhere yeah. like because like like I I remember I went to Complex Con and I was with some friends and there was a lot yeah. of creatives there that I went, wanted to meet for a long time like i know lena waith was there i didn't get to meet her but i wanted to yeah. meet her and a couple other like um like fashion designers and stuff and i remember there was one like uh what's his, uh, jerry lorenzo mm-hmm. he's like a fashion yeah. designer he did uh fear of god is his um clothing line and he's super successful uh and I I was I was standing like two feet away from him. He was right there. And I was like, nah. And I was like, nah, I don't wanna be in a sound, I don't wanna look like, yeah. <laughs> like and look and I remember I was with somebody, it was like, What are you talking about? Look like what? <laughs> like everybody is in here talking to everybody. Yeah. And like I was like, and he was like, man, y'all tripping. I'm going right. to, I'm <laughs> going to say hi to these people. Like, I'm going to go talk to them. That's yeah. why they're here. It's yeah. a convention of artists and people and, coll- and collaborators. And, you know, you meet them. And I was like, yeah, I'm tripping, yeah. man. Like, I'm in my own head about looking a certain way or whatever. Yeah. And like you said, what does that even mean? I don't even know right. what that means. Like, be bold. Be the kid yeah. that's annoying or whatever, if you want to look like it would well, fine. I'm annoying. I'm, I was asking yeah. like, man, that dude came up to me five years ago at this thing and was asking me 35 questions. Right. and I had to walk away from him. And now he's over here doing, you know, yep. whatever the thing is. I mean, cause
0: otherwise, you, and you're, it's like,
1: okay. So like, yeah. I don't want to look like what the
0: guy who was at a party with Jeff Bezos and didn't say nothing. Like,
1: <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to look like nobody. Like, because, like, you like, just, like, yeah, I'm not going to remember, like, Jeff Bezos yeah. or whoever it is. Especially if it's somebody, like, that you respect. Yeah. Like, if it's somebody that you, like, man, I really like their stuff. Like, I just, you know, I've always wanted to meet this person. Like, if you, do, you don't say anything. It's kind of like, well, I mean, what if that was, you know, your opportunity right. to... Meet that person, and at least just show appreciation for like, yo, I just really like what you do, man. Like, I, people, you know, people it.
0: appreciate that. Like, that's there's nothing. There's no to me, no downside to that. If they're a jerk, they're a jerk. But there's nothing, you know. Like, I went to uh, this picture behind me uh, uh, with all those pictures in it. Um, oh, yeah. I got a scholarship from the White House when I went to uh, grad school, and uh, I got to go to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And going in, it was mm-hmm. like. You know, this was like a year after Obama was elected. So I was like, I'm about to meet yeah. Barack Obama. Like, you know, I was high. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so I got yeah. to, you know, got to meet Barack Obama, shake his hand, took a picture with him and the president. And then you go to the White House Correspondents' Dinner and like everybody was there. Like, yo, I, I walk yeah. in. I'm literally walking into the room with Chris Tucker. And I'm just like, what? Oh, that's where it started. So I was, I was like, there was a girl, a girl who went to my school with me. And she was kind of shy and I was kind of shy too. And, uh, I was like, I got there and I'm like, I'm literally never going to be in a room with all these people again. So I just started yeah. like talking to people and I'm not even like, I'm an introvert. You know what I mean? But I'm like, I got, I can't like let yeah, this saying, night pass yeah. by without talking to these people. I ended up getting pictures. Every single picture there is with somebody famous, like uh, Chris was, Tucker, yeah. Queen Latifah, Omar Epps, uh, the cast of the wire, like. After I had just watched the Wire, I like I was like, "Hey, that's new for the Wire," you know. Uh, right? Like, <laughs> Scarlett Johansson, like it's, it's it's like wild, dude. Morgan Freeman, Steven Spielberg, like everybody was there, and I was just like, "I'm gonna talk to these people and be able to say I talked to them, whatever, whatever comes of it, comes of it."
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, like it because you, I guess you, uh, the part of it is like I don't. It, it is like that thing of like that's that's the thing too, like where I know um culturally too that's like not the thing to do like yeah it's you don't want to be out there like you know culturally like looking like you like you all into you right you, you like it and stuff <laughs> like you like you all into <laughs>
0: yeah to, to be excited about like, things you get you be
1: like <laughs> to be excited about stuff like you get like is it that was i always got clown for that we started yeah. talking about some stuff from music song or verse when he did this or some movie it's like y'all are all like like you remember all of that like you like yeah why why is that crazy to for me to be into that like I, like it, you know and it's like that's sort of <laughs> that so stigma right that of is like, such a thing oh, like oh you yeah, like, a like fan that's so or stupid whatever. like what <laughs> oh you like oh you like oh you like that yeah i do uh, from liking
0: <laughs> cash money music like uh when he was in high school uh, he would be like, you know, he got every album, and my other buddy was like, yeah. Hey, you like a cash money fan, huh? <laughs> and you can tell by the way he said it, there was such like disdain. Yeah, and, yeah. uh, and I remember being like, I, I remember him being like, Yeah, he's like, he's like, What you a fan of? He's like, Man, I ain't a fan of nothing. Like, I'm not just like a straight fan of nothing.
1: And like, it was just like, like, there's a, like, <laughs> like, like you're supposed to, you're supposed to like stuff. <laughs> Like I don't like anything. <laughs> like, like, <really>? like why? <laughs> man, you ain't
0: a real one if you don't. If you like stuff, like, come on, man.
1: If you like stuff, <laughs> man, y'all liking stuff. <laughs> like, I, that, that's like that's such a, a thing. It's like, especially like I don't know if it's a guy thing or a black thing. It's I don't both. know what that is. It's like, both. but it's like. Liking it the It's a black thing. because
0: because it's cause definitely a black like thing. Too. Yeah. Like, there's kind of a little bit of um there was a funny skit about that on Instagram when they was talking about like girls that don't take nothing serious and like they were in these different situations, like getting stuck up, like having a gun in the head and they're like, he got like a gun or whatever. Like
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. just
0: clowning everything. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's kind of that's like a black thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it's like i don't i don't i never understood that it's like i'm nerdy i like stuff right. like i like and i would start to talk about you know stuff like me i get into it like i'm gonna go read it i watch a movie and i like it a lot and i'm into it i'm gonna go read up about it i'm gonna read about the director i want to read about what made them make this why did yeah. they you know yeah. or even you know, on the fashion side, I like, I'm, I love sneakers. Like, I go read about sneaker designers. I go read about fashion right. designers. Who created this? When did this come out? Like, what? I don't think it's stupid to know that. Like, I, I, like, if you're into it, yeah, why not? Like, why not know about the thing that you like?
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I mean, <laughs> makes
0: sense, right?
1: I don't get it. Like, I don't right. get it. Like, <laughs> like, All right. Well, uh, I think
0: we're going to start wrapping up. Um, I think so. Okay. So every, every episode of this podcast, I ask the same question. I'm going to ask you this question based on where you are creatively. Think about this. Imagine there's a blank canvas in front of you right now and you can paint anything on that canvas. Um, you have the ability to just create anything. What is going on that canvas?
1: <laughs> man, I didn't <laughs> I got extra deep all of a sudden. Um <laughs> uh, that's uh Man, I, I I I don't know. Hold on. Like so but it it could be any could type be, of artistic yeah, canvas. Yeah, like anything. And
0: you could just define your canvas, right? Uh like uh when uh when when Trills was on here, he said he would jump into a bucket of paint and then just throw himself at the canvas. Uh when Mary Lou was <laughs> on there, she was like, I would just paint a red, just something red, just a lot of red, and then like punch a hole in it, you know.
1: And so <laughs> Yeah. It's whatever. Well, I definitely like won't uh jump in paint you <laughs> know I'm <Zan>. saying?
0: <laughs> that sounds that
1: sounds shout out right. that sounds messy <laughs> um i don't I, I, uh i don't i like capturing stuff so i actually it would it would definitely would have to be me uh i don't know what the story is so i can't tell you what the story is but telling the most important story I could possibly tell like the most important story that i ever will tell i don't even know what yeah. that is and maybe it's my story i haven't quite figured out what my story mm-hmm. is if that makes i don't even know how that makes sense but i actually don't know my own story so maybe it is that figuring out how to sort of paint my own story and i've i've struggled with it for years trying to articulate what it is and there's things that happen obviously to yeah. me but if I could figure out how to do that, yeah, that would be it. Like figuring out how to structure and like paint my story, like in in a, you know in the actual yeah. way that's like consumable, right. Right. I, like put it all in this one thing. Yeah, yeah like because it's it's a lot of this. I don't know. I've never been able to do that. Like, and that that's the one thing that I, I've struggled with. And I, I admire people that can do that. That like artists that can do that, rappers that just talk about their life i'm like how do y'all do that i don't i don't, I don't even know how to, i just don't know how to yeah, do it like yeah. I, I i know how to rap so i've never known how to like discuss my yeah. life i can have it in conversation so that's my goal in life is to tell my my story i feel like maybe that's why i deviate and tell stories that are like non-fiction yeah. and stuff yeah. like that uh, or fiction, rather. Right, I mean, right. uh, just science fiction stuff that's just not real because I don't really know how to tell my own story. I, I
0: honestly feel like that is part of your story. You know what I mean? Like, there's always some uh-huh. piece of it that is tied to some emotion or feeling that is tied to some element of who you are that comes out in that story. You know, like even the choice that's to. True, yeah. Like shoot things a certain way it's all I don't know it's all like you know what I mean like it's like the fact that you said that like you haven't figured out how to tell your story it- it kind of makes sense because just even I see what the work that you do as a filmmaker and a musician, there's always like more of a vibe to it than there is a specific narrative to it like is a feeling you get from Mm -hmm. and so like it's like yeah maybe maybe that's the story is like there aren't words for this story you know what i mean um something like that
1: that's that's fire (laughs) yeah yes yeah there it is (laughs) that that's my answer Yeah.
0: (laughs) boom uh
1: yeah man well
0: that's this was fun, dude. You know we talk like this all the time, but now it now it yeah, is course, now yeah. it is caught on. Uh, <laughs> now it's, right, it's right, official right, right, because right. it's on the internet. Send it to the internet. So all right, well, gonna hop off. Um, this has been unpainted. This is a space for artists and creators to to collaborate, to have discussions, to um, just appreciate the inspirational beauty of a blank canvas. Uh, if you want to follow this show, um, I don't have like a specific platform for it, but uh, you can follow me on Instagram at uh, words from Chris uh, or Twitter. Um, I'm always posting the episodes there. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the show. Hopefully, if you liked it, if you listen to this on uh, iTunes or Apple, whatever it's called, Apple Podcasts, um, feel free to leave a review. Rate this. It helps people see it. We're also on Spotify. If you're listening there, I don't think there's anything you can do but listen to it. So, hope you enjoyed it (laughs) um and also on youtube words from chris we're going to be uploading clips and video clips if you're listening to the audio version of this um i'll be uploading sort of video clips on there as well but thanks for watching and stay creating